Mm, maybe just a short report. Um, uh, there has been some dullness, also some clarity sometimes. Um, I try to trust the process and be with ordinary experience, ordinary awareness. I sometimes get little tension still, even if I try not to push myself. I guess there's some tanha, maybe obscured by some moha, because I can't see it very clearly. I can't see the craving in my... I can't see clearly the craving in my practice, but I think it's there, it's there because we can't find other explanation for this, but it's less than it used to be, okay. so it's easier. Mm -hmm. mm. I've tried to drop questions like, am I aware, is there awareness, and also like a little bit focus on how I'm practicing, like how do I know that I'm aware, so try to go a little bit in the direction of awareness of awareness. Mm. But, well, I don't have so much momentum, it feels a bit difficult still, but it's interesting. Um, Stop. I'm <laughs> <laughs> ปาจองเตนะตุมะติโลวาชิโลผิดแมะดามะตุมะติโอเยนวาเซนปุเตนะอกุมะเตนะอะลามะเตนะอุเรตุโจซาบราโลชอชอบรามะเตนะนะบรา
Okay. Uh, is this fine? Mm -hmm. So I've had a, a difficult time sleeping these first nights. Uh, when I go to bed, it's like a crowded restaurant. There's music and uh, uh, 50 different voices. Uh, in your mind? Yeah, it's oh. in my mind. So, and it isn't a new thing on retreats for me, uh, but it's especially loud this time. <laughs> so, uh, do you have any advice on sleeping and mm. how to deal with that? This only happens on retreat. Yeah, yeah. In this magnitude, yeah. <laughs> so it does happen to a small degree at all. Yeah, I guess everyone has some voices in their head, but okay. Yeah. Do you like this? Uh, I don't like the uh, not sleeping part. <laughs> not sleeping part. It's okay. interesting, but uh, I would like to sleep. Sleep. <laughs> so, when you don't like something, it becomes harder to not have it. So, number one, Sierra says, when we are going to sleep, the mind becomes quieter. When the mind becomes quieter, we actually see our thoughts more clearly. And for some of us, thoughts are heard. So for some of us, thoughts are seen. So, but however it is, Sierra says, it's nature. This is the nature of the mind. So long as we recognize these are thoughts, and they're all, they're kind of loud right now, it's fine. The second thing is, Sierra said, um, it's okay if you don't fall asleep. If you let go of the desire to sleep, then you have no problem with anything. You have no problem with the sounds and you have no problem with the thoughts and you have no problem with not sleeping. You can just be mindful. Then you're good. Yeah. If you, if you try to sleep and you don't sleep, the mind gets upset. When you get upset, the mind talks more. So, so he said just... Yeah, yeah, just... Just and if you notice the the mind that's like struggling, the mind that like is hoping to sleep and all that, make make that you know, pay attention to that, recognize that it's not really necessary to um, to feel like you need to sleep because Seattle doesn't mind if you sleep in the daytime because you can't sleep at night, so there's no pressure, right? So, mm. suggests you can try um, just using one object to maintain awareness. You know, like just be aware of breath or something, very gently, just knowing that you're breathing, not focusing on anything, just staying with your breath and see what happens. Mm. But with both the other conditions, that you're not, you know, you're fine with the thoughts, just recognizing their nature and not fighting to sleep. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
it's <clears throat> it, it's sometimes really hard to uh, notice when the uh, thoughts arise, uh, and then it's like then you realize at some point that oh I'm here in the carousel of the mind. So is there anything kind of just be aware and just. ตัวเนี่ยเหมียวๆป่าวอะไรเนี่ยเออตัวเนี่ยเหมยปอบเยอะทาเลยอือตัวเนี่ยเหมยปอบเยอะทาเลยอือตัวเนี่ยเหมย
Seattle is almost more than to be expected that this will that this will be our experience when we, especially in the sitting meditation, because at home Seattle says we're not used to you know being quiet and watching our sensations. We're used to sitting and being lost in our thoughts. So that's the habit that the mind is going to keep presenting us. The fact that we keep coming awake again is is the part that's happening on retreat that's helpful. So you know, just just recognize that that's a good thing. The mind is a series of habit patterns. So if we recognize that this is just a habit of the mind, it's okay. Now we're building a new habit. When it's aware, once it becomes awake again, we we you know give it it some work to do, and and soon that habit will start to gain some momentum. That's why he says that the mind is just a, a force of nature. You know, it has its own patterns, its own its own laws. You can't force it to suddenly become something we want it to be. It has its flow and ebb, and we have to just. Learn how to use that. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, I'm quite new to the, um, I think the wor- wordings, like the words in English in meditation. So yeah. <clears throat> sometimes I'm wondering. I feel like I'm aware, but I'm not really sure. <laughs> what that e- exactly means? Um, Can you tell me one um, of those episodes? So, I, I, for example, now in the meditation, I've had some thoughts, but I'm awa- I can see my thoughts. So yeah. I can That's I can catch them quite fast, and then I can allow them to continue, or then then I can bring the focus somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But um, then I'm probably trying to learn what's awareness. Like when I walk outside, uh, I feel I'm really connected to the nature. But then Are you aware I might go experience? into feelings. But I'm kind of trying to figure out what's the awareness. When I was reading the book, like that you feel your body and you feel the nature. You hear sounds all at the same time. Or uh. <laughs> <laughs> there was something about awareness that you can... That you then you are aware of many aspects in yourself and surroundings, but uh, so I'm I'm kind of going into the book and reading and teaching, I uh, like learning the words. But maybe one thing which is in the meditation is like um, I've had a process of uh, speaking my truth or really uh, speaking it aloud, and I have a one situation in life where I haven't yet communicated certain things and now I see that the thoughts are coming or the story what I should write to a person is coming all the time in in the meditation and then based on my experience before if I would just do it like the action when it's somehow in my field it goes away yeah Um, and now I'm seeing like how to react on it because I'm not I don't want to go online I don't want to do it right you now. can't do it now yes what <laughs> I cannot do, do it right now but the the thing is coming into my field all the time mm-hmm. um, and I'm aware it's coming but yeah. that I'm thinking when you know should I don't know maybe I shouldn't get out of my system that thing right now just to observe it but I'm a little bit like it's disturbing me because <laughs> okay. I cannot do the action <laughs> okay 
ตุ๊ดดิชิล่ะไม่ชิล่ะตุ๊ดเต็งไม่เตะจ้าตุ๊ดเพี้ยเตะเลยเตะแค่ร้านเราตุ๊ดดิชิเลยตุ๊ดด
heart, mind, and this is the new, but then I feel somehow the consciousness in, is in my whole body, okay. like the mind is in my body, but I'm a bit So missing. don't follow my words. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> my words evolve with the people who express their difficulties, right? So somebody didn't understand mind in the last week, and uh, so we used heart, mind to try and... Uh, you know, to, to fill that gap because she felt like the mind was just in the head. Mm. And um, for me, the mind encompasses everything, right? Mm. Um, but technically, the mind is the, the mental side and the body is the rest of it. Although, the, of course, the body knows, uh, the mind knows what's in the body. And if your experience is that you know everything, that's how you, that's fine. You don't have to separate it because we're using different words. Okay. Yeah, so you don't have to separate and everything is just happening together. And that's absolutely fine, yes. Did, did you want to speak to the first, the very first part of her report about being outside and a lot of objects? Uh, would, would you do that? I don't feel like I have the well, um, clarity right now to do it. What? Would, would you just please? Sure. Um, so when you were saying about being outside not, and it seems like there's a lot of knowing, a lot of awareness um, so the objects of our awareness practice becomes what's happening the reality of what's happening rather than the could say a little bit more on the concept side like we think about, we're seeing you know, the trees and we say oh how beautiful it is and we really feel present being aware you might know the mind is saying that, but you would you would be recognizing in the moment that seeing is happening, or that hearing is happening. It's not to stop the natural processes of everything else, but in knowing as well, this process is being known. Oh, seeing, hearing, feeling the body, right? And the mind, everything else that you might know about what the mind's thinking, and these other, other parts of, of our experience. Um, but when we only pay attention to that aspect, our opinions about how beautiful it is out, we, you can see it's like the awareness starts to dip. But when you recognize again, oh, this body, temperature, things that are actually processes that are happening, um, that reconnects you to the awareness. And we don't need to go trying to know more than what the mind is naturally knowing, even though we might read it in the book. It's really to sense what is happening now and that can kind of give a little bit of information so that as the awareness starts to receive a little bit more, instead of thinking it as being the mind is getting distracted, the view can already be there as, oh, the awareness is starting to recognize more objects happening at the same time. That the, the awareness doesn't have to dart to different sense doors, it can kind of press back. And you start to recognize that everything comes to the mind. Just a little information, and, and don't... We don't want to try and because we, we say something and then the mind starts looking, right? So we want to be careful with that. 
And my question about uh, wholesome and unwholesome thoughts, because they are both happened, mm -hmm. and if I uh, recognize that this thought is unwholesome, mm -hmm. and actually it's better not to think it further, but uh, desire or wish to think it further is, let's say, stronger mm -hmm. than mine, and then I said, okay, I will think it, but I observe how far I'm coming in this thinking mm -hmm. and how it's actually, um, how to say, affect me. Mm -hmm. Is it okay or okay. it's better to, okay. to make it? Okay. <laughs> okay, I know that like doing effort, maybe it's not an mm -hmm. uh, ideal situation, but, mm. okay. or it could be dangerous. ถ้าพวาจินะอุมาเตียกูดอดาผิดแต่ดามะมะซิซ่าอย่าเลยดามะถ้าซิซ่าซิซ่าจินะดอดาผิดจินะอุปอุปมาบ่เนาะเอราส
it intentionally feeds it. It participates in the unwholesome thoughts. He says if we either force ourselves to, to stop thinking the thoughts or we do something else, right? Give our attention to something else so that they don't have our intentional participation, they start to fade off. They start to fade away or stop, right? Yeah. So. Okay, my question is um, how to improve the motivation to meditate, to practice in a daily life. Because here we have a perfect environment, everything supports our meditation, supports our practice. Mm -hmm. But in a daily life, I'm going through a period of very intensive studying and intensive working, when each day is a challenge and the mind needs to be um, focused on the task. And um, I observe that um, at the end of the day, it is very tired, like the whole day it is very agitated, yeah. looking or trying to study, trying to learn, and at the end of the day it lacks the energy, yeah? mm. it's very exhausted. Um, the awareness comes sometimes, and I realize what's going on, but these are just short moments, and in the evening, I have no energy and something resists, like sitting meditation is not really working. I even realize that some um, activities like uh, cooking or washing is better because it helps the mind to come down mm. and then it kind of can be aware. Mm. So is there any tricks how to help uh, to improve the motivation when you have this intensive period of life? <laughs> okay. <laughs> ตัวซาเลจิอะเลยอะลุงเลยอะลุงเนาะนี่กินจ้ะเนาะตัวอะเมียนท่านเนี่ยอะลุงๆซาจิอะเปียนท่านเนาะไอ้ชิมาสิก
He says, so when you, when you sit, you probably sit with a desire to calm the mind. Well, but the problem is, if I sit, then I can be lost in thoughts for a longer period of time. Ah, you know, without, yeah, yeah, I lose my mindfulness completely. And if I allow my... Okay, then, then that makes sense, he said, because when you do the other activities, it, it keeps the mind awake so the mind can remain mindful, whereas when you sit... Yeah, when we sit, it's, it's true, thoughts can really take over when we just sit and close the eyes especially, and then it's hard to stay mindful. Yeah, then Seattle says the skillful thing to do is choose the postures and activities that help you to, to maintain mindfulness, and you seem to be already doing that. Yeah. yeah. If you do want to sit, Sierra says, then you can choose to sit with your eyes open so that you don't get lost as much in thought. Yeah. Yeah. When we close our eyes, Sierra says, it's easy to get lost in thought. Yeah. Motivation? And as to how to increase your motivation, Seattle says, that comes through the practice, right? It's like the mind learns um, why it wants to be mindful. So you already have some motivation, that's why you're already doing it, Seattle says. But as you do it, if you recognize those benefits, little incremental benefits that come from keeping the practice going, that gives the mind that, that faith and that motivation to keep going because it knows there's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Particularly the difference between how it feels to be mindful and not so mindful. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. mindful now versus before, you know, the, the improvements and... And the more we, we notice how mindfulness helps the mind, whether it's a little bit more or, or the difference between not having it and having it, he says the more the, the mind then values the, the state of having mindfulness. Okay, thank you. So I tend to practice uh, with a leaning on Tibetan Buddhism simply because that's a context in which I work on a meditation app. And so that has a quite heavy focus on compassion, on uh, alleviating suffering in general. And uh, I can see I have my own tendencies to come with uh, my analytical mind and then I start to think what's the best way to reduce suffering across the world and then I educate myself on that. I, I, I end up in a rabbit hole of thinking, uh, of learning about nutrition, for example. How that, that's on retreat. I mean, that's kind of all the thoughts that kind of uh, become a big hindrance during my practice. Okay. Here is kind of the, the main thread of thought that kind of takes my mind away. Okay. And so I can see it's a big hindrance for me to, to kind of let go of that, mm-hmm. come back to the present moment, be mindful of that. Right. I, it's, I know it's kind of my, my habit, so uh, I can see there's a big transition compared to between three days ago and now, and these kinds of things. So my question is rather, uh, if you have any suggestion, how to, um, 
recognize that uh, I mean I can see it generates at least two two things mm -hmm. and there's certainly countless others of course but yeah. at least stress so I, I tend to stress myself a lot with work I would say mm -hmm. and also unfortunately uh, I can notice for example when I speak with my father and other circumstances where I, I, there's a lot of conditioning behind that I can uh, end up in some kind of self-righteousness like I know better I've educated my, myself on this etc but then I come with my own I, I get upset myself, which kind of defeats the purpose, right? Yes. So, yeah. if you have any suggestions for these more deeply ingrained patterns of the mind, like uh, soon I'm going to move back to my country and have a much more frequent contact with my father, for example. Mm -hmm. So, I don't really know how I'm going to face that. And I'm afraid of the, the demons I might have inside since mm -hmm. the five years I've been away from my country, basically. Oh. Okay. Uh, to uh, what Tibetan Bud, uh, number Tibetan Buddhism uh, a meditation uh, to add to cool to a tone in it. And to what I need to a local edit abnet, but that error to say, come here, the better to Raho Garuna Bekani to a Sinzabo, a Miai Paro to a. สิกะอะลုံးมาดีหาลုံးนี่ดาอะจิ้นปานแล้วตรงงานนี่ชิบิเนาะอะลုံးเออเออลုံးนี่ดาสรอเออเราสวยตู้อตวีดีอะกองล
but stay with those energies, okay? okay. And then the intention, second the thinking, uh, intention, actually thinking, uh, yeah. that's your, intention, intention yoga, and I do with yoga. Yeah, so when you are, in, you are <coughs> watching that energy, Seattle says, if the energy increases, the mind will start going into thinking, right? If, the, if you can, um, if, because you're watching, the energy sort of stays there, or it gets less, you know, then, then you know, you won't get lost in thought at that time. Mm-hmm. And the other bit. Um, not Huatua, the Kosima, Lu Lurene, a truth of a Kona Yenira Lure, so in Kua, she hound the mine, she really. As a Dilurene is a gap, you ain't Kua. She have Yomas in Belocomla, who Dilua, you live Yomas in Kua, you live me now. Oh, yeah, I found him. Reaction, yam, yam, yes, a gap, you ain't same a beer one. ตัวเพนะตัวมาดาชื่อเนี่ยเลยอกุตุงานเนี่ยไอ้มาเปียนตัวเพียงเต็กกะละไม่ติอกุเปียนแม้เปียนเต็กเปียนแม้สรุปต
just uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of noise, a bit of housekeeping, um, mm -hmm. a little bit of stuff going on in the heart and yeah. belly, but then it's just sort of melting into some kind of... Just being aware of it? Yeah, yeah, awareness and a very energetic sort of... From the beginning of our journey to cultivating awareness, Sierrasas, the things that we will observe will always remain the same. They'll be the feelings, you know, the mind, the thoughts, the physical sensations, the physical experience and the mental experience. The, the objects don't change, Sierrasas, but what changes is our perspective, what changes is our understanding of what they are um, and how they work. That will, that's the wisdom that grows. Yeah. But the objects are very simple. Um, for several months already, uh, I would say maybe already some year, I have been observing defilements which were happening. I appeared to be in the situation when, which brought a lot of uh, feelings and created or being observed lots of defilement actions. Done uh, like by me, done by all the others. Mm. It got I kept observing, observing uh, the body. I was uh, working with the body and I was observing the mind, mm. the feelings. Since then, I have been observing the defilements really all around, so they kind of overran me. Uh, it was um, most of uh, it was a doza which uh, I observed, and the situation it brought me the 
attitude uh, from the early year, early childhood, which I had at the age of two. It's um, actually kind of um, end up in the situation when there was uh, just doza and I was like kind of like missing Brahma, Brahma Viharas. Mm -hmm. It's very kind of like stop trusting mm. the people. Yeah. So um, it was really this year so overwhelming. So I kind of end up in the attitude seeing myself uh, doing lots of uh, doza deformant actions. Mm. And into this, actually, the attitude which I had in the childhood that I'm a bad person. Mm. Mm. It's uh, also had a. I. When I was alone, I was um, concentrating on Brahma Viharas and uh, was uh, observing the mind how Brahma Viharas could work or could action. But when it came to the action itself, the doza overcame mm. the action. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the Brahma Viharas, for those that don't, don't know, are love, compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity. They're called the Brahma Viharas. <coughs> กิเลสอะไรเนี่ยเนี่ยบ้านลงนี่ตาเลยบลอกที่สู้ว่าเลยสรุปตูเนี่ยปัตตะเดลูรีเลยดอดาผิดเลยตูเลยดอดาผิด
right? Everything is conditioned. So only if something is triggered, then at that time, those minds will arise. So, but if something happens frequently, that's how we hold that, that view because we're not watching it carefully, okay? So the thing is, Yara says, when we have so much anger in our minds, um, then in that sort of situation, just trying to practice the Brahma Viharas, Siyadra says it's, it's like a, um, it's like sugar coating, you know. It's not very effective because we can't uproot the anger that we feel. So he says first we need to work with the anger, right? Yeah, yeah. so that without that and with some wisdom, the Brahma Viharas can more naturally arise, okay? And the way to work with that is, Siyadra says, um, so for you, he, he suggests that maybe first try to be just aware of a neutral object. Okay, don't look at the anger. You know it's there. Somewhere it's happening in the mind. He says just start with a neutral object. So I don't know what you use usually. The breath, rising, falling, touching. Uh, at some point I kind of didn't create uh, the, like, the neutral object. Yeah. It's the body sensation, mm. okay. whatever it is. Yeah. So at that moment, so whatever you choose, choose it clearly and stay with it. Okay, stay with it con- as continuously as possible. And Siaro says, just stabilize the mind. You can know the rest of it is there, and sometimes it will not be there, but you just stay with this. Okay, stay with the Mm. Because when we want to watch, especially very um, uh, confronting kind of emotions like this kind of overwhelming anger, Sierra says, the awareness needs to be stronger than the, the dosa that you are feeling. So whatever, if you have a small dosa, your awareness can be small. But if it's a big dosa, your awareness needs to be that big. Because Sierra says... Your awareness needs to be of that power that it can just observe it and it can see that it's just anger, right? If the anger is bigger, then it feels much more identified. It feels much more attractive. It feels much more like you want to act on it. You want to, be, you want to participate in it, right? So you need the awareness to be that practice that it can just observe that much anger and it will be just anger. Okay, so build the awareness. And the second thing Seattle wants you to remember that it it's not you who's angry. You are not angry. So long as you hold on to the thought that I have been angry, I have done this. Um, I am having anger, Seattle says, it's going to just keep making it worse. It's going to keep feeding the, the guilt, will feed the anger. And, you know, thinking my, my mind is so full of anger. He said, that thought is already wrong view. Okay? Just to recognize that wrong view, recognize it, and then... And you will need to do this very often. In the beginning, like an exercise, every time you see the mind thinking, oh, I've been so angry, say, no, the mind has been angry, right? The mind has been angry. There has been anger, right? And anger is nature. We will will learn about it. 
just right now, not right now. Now we're going to be mindful. Okay, so you just keep doing this. He says, every time the thought comes up about my anger, remind yourself that this is nature. Every time. Okay. The thing is that yes. uh, actually I, I know this. Yes. Um, the thing is that I do action mm-hmm. on this anger. Mm-hmm. And this action is done by uh, this body, mm-hmm. by this mind. Mm-hmm. And everybody else consider this as me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody who is aware of my action, mm-hmm. they actually blame take me. blame me. Yeah, <laughs> blame my mind yes. and my body. Yeah. So yeah. it's uh, uh, but but and so. that's the thing <laughs> that at some point uh, I also blame the other person that it's their defilement who actually are done towards me yeah. or towards my mind. So it's like that uh, person, uh, my boss, <laughs> it's like uh, his mind and his body like does uh, work, like he does action with a defilement. Mm-hmm. And I observe all these defilements yeah. all around. Yeah. And that's what's probably I am just overwhelmed by all these defilements yeah, which yeah. are all around and all the time. Yeah. And that's probably something which is overwhelming me. Mm-hmm. That well, I, I, really, I really try not to react, but, oh, to be aware yes. by so many of them. Yeah, yeah, ตุลุเวสลุ่นนี่มาเลยกูอ่ะกูอ่ะทุกเดชเฉยๆเนาะกูตะบ่นหาอยู่ปล่อยๆอ่ะทุกอืมแล้วกูดีดีฮาวนาย
when he was working and trying to be mindful at home, he says he remembers because he would get very agitated every time people came to his shop and stuff. And his mind would always think, oh, here comes another defilement. Yeah. <laughs> like to the person yeah, coming, his yeah, mind would like, here well, comes another defilement. <laughs> and then he would just be ready, just be very mindful of himself so that he would not be affected by them. Yeah, everybody yeah. is full of their own stuff, you know, wholesome and unwholesome, yeah, so. But because, but because at that time his mindfulness was very weak, he was very agitated all the time, then the moment they start speaking, he has a lot of reactions, so he had to really, really be very mindful. And not just at that time, but out of that, every moment, right, he had to build his mindfulness. I completely understand that I have also the same <laughs> reaction when I come to the office and somebody comes. Yeah. I'm just yeah, so he says, so you have to sort of like uh, look at it in a good way. I have more chance to practice and I really have to practice very hard. No choice. I really have to practice very hard. Yes. Okay, and um, with me, um, I think it's also more of a report of what's happening. And um, yesterday I was um, watching my sort of sleepiness and um, like seeing if it's um, a version or if I'm like just yeah. <laughs> in need of rest. And um, so I gave myself some time to um, take a couple of naps and um, um, and also watching the mind at the same time, like whether it's, it's trying to escape the practice or, um, yeah. or needing the rest. Sure. And um, yeah, it felt quite natural and um, it seems... Today I'm not in need of naps anymore. So, but it, it was interesting because the, I felt the, um, the clarity of it, um, even though I was a little bit doubtful, yeah. like if if it's the escaping yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from mm. sitting or like um, walking meditation or or the whole practice itself. Yeah. And um, but at the same time, when I was sitting yesterday. Um, there were there were like millions of things like buzzing on and off because it's the first full day full day at the retreat, and um, so then I decided to um, uh, keep the eyes open and um, like anchor myself with um, the bodily sensations because um, it seems it's uh, it feels uh, like sort of natural to feel the hands and the body weight and uh, multiple objects at the same time. And um, But this morning things had changed a little bit, so now the mind is more at ease and um, there's been more clarity. So, But it's just trusting the practice itself. Um, but, yeah, I don't think I have a question, but it, it seems I'm settling down, like, yeah. I think, quicker than... Uh, than usually, but let's see how it continues. <laughs> yeah. 
ตุมะเนี่ยตุไอ้ไงตาไทม์ไมน์น่ะตุอะหล่อเล่ห์ล่ะเลยตุไทม์ไมน์เนี่ยตาเนี่ยตุเล่ห์ล่ะเลยเน
it, it's yeah so then you can see the humor in it yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Oh, thank you yeah. yes. okay um, it has been interesting to be here <laughs> I have mostly been before in retreats which have more like rigid uh, schedule and mm. also more emphasis on kind of samatha or this kind of concentration yeah and this feels somehow very kind of in its own way very wise framework just to kind of be aware and to learn <laughs> from what is happening mm -hmm. uh, one question or I have two questions first is about like uh, doing kind of other practices here I have mostly been just kind of trying to stay aware but also been doing a little bit of metta and mm -hmm. some other or I have this kind of ha habits of doing certain practices mm -hmm. and uh, I was thinking is it like uh, doing doing some besides matter, just uh, then I have uh, this kind of which is quite much about just like anchoring and doing some like bit like conceptual things for example like creating space for experiences or having this kind of thought that I'm for example if I'm having some like aversion of or some like negative bodily experiences then I might think like now I'm creating space for them or thinking specially like this is not myself or this is impermanent and stuff like this right. like from Buddhist frameworks and not quite down to earth stuff but uh, yeah the question is more like is it uh, advice to kind of stick only to those practices given here or is it okay to do some amount of some other practices okay. so are those the only two that you do uh, well it's <laughs> like be a bit more complicated or i have this kind of routine and there is quite much stuff integrated to it but it's on that level or or it's not so you you have some sort of routine yeah or i have a kind of meditation routine and i'm happy to meditate in certain way and okay yeah. and how many times do you do that a day once a day in my home i do it like once a day once a day and you do it once a day here uh or you haven't yet yeah, or it's a bit difficult to do it, kind of cross the or, or kind of draw the line because when I'm meditating, I also it's it can be quite like habituated yeah, to yeah yeah to that do the that. mind do does certain things or 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 it might be kind of habituated that the attention kind of automatically goes to certain places if you have been doing that. That right, okay. But, I just wanted to yeah. understand that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Before yeah, maybe yeah. Okay yeah. yeah, yeah. But maybe the uh, more the question was about like kind of intentionally doing, for example, the metta or some other right. practice. Okay. Mm. So to what the the atomo, the cha atomo number two, right? To Wimbura, Kongloa, and schedules, right? And then a broho, Ponzanet, Atom, kind of Elo Dilon, and then who are looking and then young Paris, right? To Miare, to the Bochara, damn it. Too much, she looked to the two atomo, the lonely as she did. ဥပမာမစ္စတာပေါ့တခြားဟာရီပါလို့လဲဆိုတော့သူတစ်ခုရှိတယ်ပါလို့လဲဆိုတော့ဥမှတ်သူဒေါသဖြစ်တယ်
ตัวเปียวไอ้อาทุมหมดตัวปုံซานเนี่ยอุโมมาตะคุลุลงมาสวยแล้วไอ้ปုံซานลงเลยจ้าสรอกูตะดิท้าไว้สวยแล้วไอ
uh, greed and anxiety in the mind, uh, then the mind cannot like meditate or it's not like real meditation or something like that. And I have been a bit like thinking about it and about the kind of line between like when kind of those those attitudes or things are in the mind and when you can only observe it and it seems that it's not always easy to kind of draw the line and and I think like definitely sometimes if you are anxious you can just like look at the anxiety yes and, you can. and stuff like that yes, but, you can. yeah I don't know is yeah. there like very clear question but I have been Yeah. about that like when it is really a problem for meditation to have have that kind of right. things maybe okay. if they are unconscious or something don't yeah yeah so Seattle says um when we talk about that that line is well, maybe not constructed very completely in the book. It's mm. not explained very completely. Mm. So the thing to understand is that <coughs> um, so long as the anxiety or the... What are the other words you said? The ang- uh, I think greed and aversion. Yeah. So, so long as the anxiety and the greed and the aversion are seen, right? if, mm. if we see them, um, they are objects. Mm. And then we can meditate. Mm. Right? We can observe them and learn about them. Right? So meditation is happening. Mm. Sometimes the anxiety, the greed and the aversion um, colors the way we observe. Mm. It colors the way we are trying to attend to our experience. Like we, we watch something mm. anxiously. So, or we watch, right? Like using colored glasses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. when... Um, and when <coughs> greed aversion and anxiety color our um, observations here says it's not that you're not meditating it's just that it make it, it feeding, feeding people right yeah. it it, it um, kind of it, it colors the way we observe things it's it's not like pure um, in in that sense right mm. but it's it's only to an extent because mm. while the greed and aversion or anxiety are operating there are also other Um, there are other qualities also operating at the same time, right? So greed can be trying to observe or anxiety or aversion, but at the same time, you have other positive qualities that are working, right? You have awareness trying to work, you have right effort trying to work, you have faith trying to work, you have some wisdom trying to work, you have right, you know, Mm. so these qualities are also still at work. And so it becomes a bit of a race between the qualities, like which is going to win in the end. If, If the color, if the the anxiety, the greed or aversion are not seen that they are operating, they can operate much more strongly. But mm. if you see that they are operating together with the awareness, then again, the mind can become, free itself from them because it has right view. It sees that they are coloring the, the view. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So Sometimes people are watching the anger. The anger more increase. Mm. Right? That means you anger with the anger, cannot watch the anger. Mm. That means you feed the anger. Mm, so yes. anger increasing. Some people cannot. Mm, yeah. Then you yeah. need to change the object. Yeah. He, he cannot watch that way. Mm. That mean. Yeah. yeah, I understand that it some, yeah. sometimes happens that way. Some people they angry too much, so we watch mm. the negative and negative. 
So mm. angry is a become like this. Snowball. Yeah. Snowball. More and more angry car. Mm. So they cannot watch. Yeah. So that mean I said that mm. I want to say is uh, you cannot watch with the anger mm. or craving or aversion or anxiety. With the, this mind and you watch the, this object, mm. then you feel it. Yeah. That means. Yeah. yeah. I guess so you have to be kind of mindful kind of what kind yeah, of Yeah, that's why you change this nature. You need to change your attitude. If you want mm. to watch the defilement, you need to change your attitude first. Mm. Yeah. Right? This is not me. This is nature. Then the mind settle down and accept. Mm. This mind can meditate. Mm. Right? Yeah. If right attitude can meditate, mm. wrong yeah. attitude cannot. Mm. More increasing the defilement kind. Mm. Could you uh, say like that if one is aware of the defilements, there happens kind of movement that they kind of turn from the subject or turn from the kind of lens yeah. into an object or this kind mm. of... I mean, every attitude could be a mean love is going on. Yeah, mean love. I mean, you can see the defilement in the watching mind, that this is more mm. important. Then defilement is less, then you can watch the the the, mm. the, 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 the whole experience of defilement. So if mm. you can watch the watching mind, but beginner very difficult, cannot. Mm. Yeah. Right? If you very expand, advanced yogi, they can watch the in the their watching mind. Mm. So they can take out the defilement, then you can watch the defilement. Mm. With the no defilement, right? Mm. Yeah. That we call economy. Mm. For example, this is a bread we call middle way. Middle way is everybody, the mind is the present object come, the craving come. Unpleasant object come, resistant come. This the everybody mind is like this. Mm. Present object, craving. Unpleasant object, resistant. Slowly we learn oh, every time we watch this craving and the experience, present experience, we have a craving. So we watch the craving first. And craving mind come down. How do you see that this present object? Mm. Right? Different. You can learn from the uh, when the craving come, how to see that this object. Mm. When the craving gone, how do you see that this object? Mm. And slowly the people learn without craving and without defilement how to watch the present and unpleasant. Mm. That means it's equanimity. That is the middle way. Mm. The wisdom way. Only wisdom is become economic. Then see the present object and unpleasant object. Then we can go through. We call this the middle way. Middle way is a wisdom way. Beginning, everybody, present object comes attachment. Craving, attachment. Unpleasant object comes resistance. So we need to learn from this. Craving. Watch the craving first. Or for example, if you like this object, then you watch your liking mind. So liking mind decrease, then when you see the how do you see that this present object? Different view, right? Mm. For example, the pain also. Beginning, everybody watch the pain, disliking calm. Mm. Right? Angry calm, pain calm, angry calm. Then mm. we try to watch the angry first. Mm. Angry calm down. Then how do you see the pain? It's not very bad. Right? Mm. When the angry is present, pain is so bad, you mm. cannot bear anymore. Right? Mm. The, yeah. the mind change, the view is changed. Mm. Right? Yeah. For example, if you, someone, if when you mind state change, how do you see this person? When mm. you are loving kindness, you can see this person very lovely. Mm. When you're angry, 
This person, very disgusting. <laughs> so the view change, the mind change, the view change, mm. right? Yeah. So now we try to learn about this, the mind and object, what relationship have. Mm. So and the defilement and how, how to see the object. If you're angry, this object is ugly. Mm. When the angry gone, how do you see? Different view, right? Mm. Then we learn how to see as if you want to see as it, as it is. If you want to understand as it is, the mind, watching mind must be purified. Mm. No craving, no aversion. If you have a craving, you can see this nice object. Mm. You cannot understand it as it is. If you have aversion, you can see the ob object is unpleasant. Not understanding as it is. Mm. That's what we need to learn how to become equanimity. Mm. Right? Yeah. That's, that's what we try to learn about this pleasure every time. So beginning people they start practicing, present object come, they involve. Mm. When the mind is peaceful, mm. <laughs> they sleepy. When the pain comes, oh resist. But slowly, slowly, later the yogi can break. Not evolve. Because of understanding increasing. The mind of awareness, stability of mind and wisdom is increasing. So that's why the mind not involved too much for present object and unpleasant object. Then he can watching with the equanimity and every experience come. Then the mind become understanding as they are. Mm. Right? So that's why this watching mind must be purified. Mm. If the mind not purified, you cannot understand, and it is all wisdom cannot grow in, in the watching mind or meditating mind. Because of purifying of mind, our understanding can rise. Mm. So this is why I all the time more take care of the meditating mind, mm. not mm. object. This mm. is more important. Right? Mm. That's why we need to. Beginning, we don't see the meditating mind; only see the experience. Mm. Yeah. Right. And later and later, you can see the object and mind different, mm. right? Then you can see the this mind. That time you can watch this mind. Mm. If you detect this mind, they have a craving, version, then you can know. If you don't see the this mind, how do you know? Mm. Right? So later and later, we come to the this way. Mm. Not only they stuck to the experience. And slowly, slowly, we come to the meditating mind awareness object awareness. So we stay with the awareness. So all objects appear in the mind. Then we can see all view. Complete picture is coming. Mm, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. that means I try to say this. But many people become confused about this word. Mm. Yeah. Everybody they we come to play this because of suffering, right? Mm. Because of suffering people come to meditate so this is obviously we can meditate with the suffering mind. Mm -hmm. But I want to say is that this what is uh, watching mind must know without craving, aversion, delusion. Mm -hmm. Then this become understand what arising. Mm, yeah, right? that sounds very yeah. fundamental process to kind of learn to see it. <laughs> but the way to watch it, the way the book say many people they very confused. Uh, this uh, dif uh, because I also depression and I can meditate with the depression mm. because I understand how to meditate. Mm. Beginner, many depression people try to watch the depression. Very difficult. Mm. Yes. For beginner, very difficult. Cannot. Mm. We need yes. to support a lot. Ah, oh, try, try. Oh. 
<laughs> we need to support Allah because of the, the mind cannot purify. The mind is resisting help. Mm-hmm. So we try to change this resistance first. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That okay. means. Right? Mm. Yeah, thank you. That's the most English I've spoken in two and a half weeks. Watching my room, Okay. Yeah, as the previous speaker said, it's been uh, interesting to be here. This is for me the first retreat, so everything is quite new to me. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, I think I don't have any particular question now in my mind, but maybe. Maybe later on I can ask something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've, I've been trying to be aware mm-hmm. uh, of, of the processes in, in my body and in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I've seen thoughts arising and at times I've got lost with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of them I've noticed very, very early. Uh, and then, then there's this uh, mind talking all the time, like a chatterbox, constantly. Uh, and I've been watching that too. He says, you know, the chatterbox mind consists of two things. There's the the stuff that the mind talks about, like random Mm -hmm. stuff that comes in. But there's also like a a low-lying commentary that the mind has about everything that it's experiencing. Our attitudes, beliefs and all that are all in there. Like I'm, I'm liking this or I'm yeah, hating that, this. Uh, yeah, and they can be at both like a loud level and a soft level. Okay, yeah. I pay more attention to that. Oh, no, no. Yeah, but don't watch the mind continuously. Oh, because okay. it, then it's easy to get lost get in lost, God. Right, yes. right, so yeah. have something to anchor the attention in the body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I've been uh, looking my abdomen. Mm. That's like yeah. So he says, use the you know where you are with um, like where your attention is with the the physical anchor, mm-hmm. and from that place, you know, recognize the thoughts. Yeah. But yeah. don't like go to the thoughts. Okay. okay. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. See you next time. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.